Thank you, special. Thank you, Sir Greg. And thank you for the uh, presentation of our Baganga Mission Church building and our uh, Richard Mary Chat DBC RMS camp. Your Bible, please, tonight in the book of Psalm. Kindly open your Bible there. The book of Psalm 63. Psalm 63, <clears throat> kindly rise this time. We are reading verse number one. Nice to see all of you here again tonight. If you're happy, please say good heart to amen. Look around and make a way, please. Uh, look behind you and say hi. <clears throat> nice to see all of you. Nice to be here. And may the Lord bless our services Tonight. Psalm 63, verses number 1 up to verse number 11. Let us read this all together. Kitatanan. And uh, those who are watching us can join us. Verse number 1, go. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in the dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee with all. <clears throat> I lift my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed, and meditate on thee in the night watches, <clears throat> because thou hast been my help. Therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand hath holdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. And they shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by shall glory, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for the word of God. <clears throat> Truly, Psalm is a book of inspiration. This is where we find the uh, experiences of your people, like David of old, facing so many dangers and obstacles in life. But we, Lord, see victory. We see your hand protecting us. Whatever you have done to those individuals in the Old Testament, we can recall and claim it in our present life. Lord, bless tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Kindly be <clears throat> seated this evening. When you're, when you're feeling overwhelmed with the events of life, meditate upon God. Think God and praise God. <clears throat> um, again, when you're feeling overwhelmed with the events of life, you know what we need? We need to meditate 
upon God. Verse number 6, when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. He was contemplating on God. You see, this psalm was written by David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. And uh, it was probably during, the, during Absalom, his son's rebellion. However, he didn't look back in regret at, uh, at the mistakes he had made as a father. Nor did he look around in fear and complain at the discomfort and the dangers of the wilderness. Instead, we find this great man of God, he looked up to the Lord and reaffirmed his faith and love. In an hour when David might have been discouraged, he meditated upon God. That is what we need to learn from this great man. And in a place where there was no sanctuary, place of worship, because he was hiding in the wilderness, David reached out by faith and received new strength from the Lord. It was a precious, it was a precious, um, precious time that he spent with the Lord, with God alone. David here made four steps in meditating upon his God. Number one, we can look at verse number one, <clears throat> verse number two. Here we find David openly express his desire for God. His desire that comes from his heart and his mind. To be able to say, oh God, thou art my God, he says in verse number one. <clears throat> thou art my God, he says. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. By faith, David transformed his wilderness experience into a worship experience. Thank God for that. And uh, uh, he could have just spent time in, in complaining and questioning, spending time in fear and in doubting, but he spent his time into worship. And so he transformed his wilderness experience with into a worship experience. There in the desert, he was hungry. And he was thirsty. But his deepest desire were spiritual, not physical. Of how we need to spend time alone with God. Especially during this time of pandemic. We need to spend time alone with God. With his whole being. His body, his soul, he yearn for God's satisfying presence. The presence of the Lord was so important for him. Look at verse number 5, please. In verse 5, My soul shall be satisfied with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a man after God's own heart? Great man David. In Psalm 42, look at verse number 1 and 2. Psalm chapter 42, verses number 1. As the heart of the deer panted after water brooks, so panted my soul after thee, O God. I really long, I need God. My soul <clears throat> thirsted for God, for the living God. That when shall I come? When shall I appear before thee? He was longing that he would be able to come into the sanctuary, place of worship, 
to just to just rejoice and uh, and praise his God. And uh, my soul, can you imagine? He says the deep, the 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 deeper desire of this man. You see the inner desire of this man. My soul thirsted for God, for the living God. Said, when shall I come and appear before thee? And that talks about his physical presence into the temple. He was deprived of coming to the house of God because his son launched a codita against him <clears throat> and wanting to kill him, his own, you know, his own son, Salom Absalom. Now, number two, David in, his, in worshiping the living God imagined himself being inside the Holy of Holies, the tabernacle. You see, you have the outer court and then uh, from the outer court you have the holy place and then from the holy place in between there was a veil and then you have the holy of holies and that that place was reserved only for the high priest and during the time of Moses Aaron was the only man who could enter into that place you have there inside the holy of holies you have the ark of the covenant and once a year Aaron was allowed to enter into that place. And even though David was not a priest, and yet in his worship he imagined himself being inside the Holy of Holies. And uh, to see that, look at verse number 2 in our text, in 63, <clears throat> verse number 2, to see thy power and thy glory. I just would like to, I just uh, imagine what Mr. Aaron felt when he was inside the Holy of Holies. Nobody was allowed to go there. He, has, uh, he, was, he was appointed by God to uh, offer sacrifices in the behalf of the people. When he was there. You see, uh, the moment he, he enters into the, he would lift the, he would lift the, uh, the, the veil and then he would enter there. high priest. If something happens to him, if in the event he would surely die inside that place. And so they also put a ring so that so that means he's dead. And it was so holy for the children of Israel. In fact, that day, the day of atonement, nobody was allowed to stay. Only one man. And they would encamp surrounding the, the tabernacle at the day. And as Aaron comes out of the holy place, he would wave to the people. coronavirus. And he say, bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Papa. And people would shout because God has accepted the offering. God has accepted the offering for that year. And so uh, David, <clears throat> although he was not a priest, because he belongs to the tribe of Judah, which is a kingly line, uh, all kings of Judah came from that, uh, I mean kings of Judah came from the line of David. And to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen in, in uh, seen thee in the sanctuary, like Aaron of old, Imagine himself like a high priest, imagining the presence of the Lord. covenant in that particular place, because that was an emblem of the presence of God with His people, and uh, it was so precious. It was so 
solemn um, place for God. And so, he said, I want to feel and see. While he was in the wilderness, while he was there hiding for his life, and some said that he was hiding from King Saul, who was uh, for 10 years, he was hunting uh, for, the, for David to kill him. To see that power and that glory. Uh, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, in the Holy of Holies, in, in Psalm 27, verse number 5, he says, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. Can you imagine? Nobody can touch David inside that place. Why? Because nobody can come into that place and stay alive. He was surrounded by the presence of God. Just imagine, say, mong situation, whether you are sick or whether you are going through deep troubles in life. Remember this: you are uh, under the shadow of the Almighty. You are being kept by God. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in His pavilion, and in the secret place of His tabernacle, He shall hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. Let now, it is our regular worship that prepares us for the crisis experiences of life. Remember this. How deep we know God and how deep we worship God. The worship life that we have today will prepare us for the crisis that will come in our lives. Will enable you, it will prepare you facing the crisis of life. Now, somebody has said that if what life does to us depends on what life finds in us. And we need to look at David. David had in him a deep love for the Lord and a desire to please him. Because David had seen God's power and glory. In his house, he was able to sit in the wilderness as well. There will come a time uh, we never thought uh, all of a sudden uh, people are um, forbidden to come to church. You know what? The real people that have survived sa, sa lockdown are the people that had been worshiping, truly worshiping God. Uh, they were made ready. By, that is why we need to constantly serve the Lord. We just cannot tell what happens to us. And our worship life today will prepare us for the crisis that will come in the future. And I look at verse number 3 to 5. Secondly, David directly expressed his praises to God in verse number 3 to 5. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus I will bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. David's, number one, David's worship was directed on the very person of God. It was we need. We are here today. We have, we have all the seats prepared for us. We have we have an air-conditioned room, but the, 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 now uh, we're here. Are the focus of our mind, our heart is God. We see, we see nobody. We see nothing but God. As we sit here, we 
We allow God to feed us with His Word. And uh, uh, we, we as God's people are conscious that we share our time. We share our smile. We share our life with others. But there's also one aspect in life that when we come to church, you're here to worship God. We are here to, uh, the reason why we're here, because we want to direct our minds, our, 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 our will, our everything, our, our worship to the person of God. The person of God. David didn't depend on the tabernacle or the furnishing. You see, it was a beautiful place. The temple was a beautiful place. And uh, in fact, when he was in the wilderness, they brought the Ark of the Covenant, I mean, Ark of, yeah, the Ark of God into where David was. You know what he said? He instructed Sadok and all the Levites to bring back the Ark to Jerusalem. He said, uh, while he stays in the wilderness. Unlike the superstitious people in Judah, uh, during Jeremiah's time, they, they spent time in church, but actually there was no real worship to God. They were part of the ceremony, but there was no attachment with God. So David <clears throat> looked beyond the material object and saw the spiritual reality. And uh, uh, that, that is what we need. In Psalm 27 verse 4, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his holy temple. He looks up and, and David saw everything inside the temple. Nakita niya itong mga nindot kayong mga furnishings inside the temple. But David's heart, David's mind uh, went beyond those things. He saw material things he saw. He saw God. In verse number 7 in our text, Psalm 63 verse 7, Because thou hast been my help, thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. By faith he was under the wings of the cherubim in the Holy of Holies, protected from his foes. And then look at verse number 6 to 8. Number 3, David found peace in in continually remembering God. What's the secret? On our night meditation, on his bed, he says, I remember, I meditate upon you. Early in the morning, he would meditate upon God. And at noon time, he would meditate upon God. Moment by moment, he would daily, and moment by moment, he would continually meditate upon God. <clears throat> you know what he found? Found peace. He found peace. Look at verse 6 to 7. David's heart was at peace. And he was able to go to bed. And calmly worship the Lord. And meditate on him. He was, he was deprived of the, the, the comforts of life. So to speak. He was a king. Can you imagine? He had everything. And he translated into our time. Air condition. Air conveniento. He was guarded by his soldiers, everything. He was served. When he eats, he was served. His family was served. <clears throat> and everywhere he goes, people would surround him. His security guard, they would sur sur surround him. And uh, he, was, he was so privileged. But there in the wilderness, ang iyang, ang iyang unlan, siguro bato, 
But David's heart was at peace. He was able to go to bed humbly and worship the Lord and meditate on Him. In Psalm chapter 3, verse 3, look at this please. Psalm chapter 3, verse number 3. Psalm 3, verse number 3. It says there, up to verse number 5. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of mine head. I cried unto the Lord with, all, with, with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill, Shelah. I laid me down and slept. I awake, for the Lord sustained me. I awake, for the Lord. I will not be afraid of 10,000 people that have set themselves against Around about, there was peace inside. Anytime Absalom could uh, take his life. Anytime King Saul <clears throat> could take his life. In chapter 42, verse number 8, please. In chapter 42 of Psalm, verse number 8. He says, an evil, chapter 42, verse number 8. Yet, Lord, I will command his loving kindness in daytime. Whatever time it was. It was a time of worship for David. Daytime, morning time, night time. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night, his song shall be with me, my prayer unto God and uh, of my life. And then he says in 63 verse number 1. In the chapter 63 and verse number 1. What time it is? O God, thou art my God early. Will I seek thee? My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in dry and thirsty land where no water is. Early morning he would seek God. Early morning he would worship God. When we wake up early in the morning, we should, it should be time for us to pray. It should be time for us to praise the Lord. And uh, during daytime and noontime, evening time, we should always meditate on the Lord. Just simply means that all times we should meditate upon God. You ask me, Pastor, what's for me to meditate upon God? Look at David. Nighttime, daytime, noontime, morning time. Early in the morning he would seek God. Meaning to say every moment of the day we need to seek God. We need to fill our minds. We need to fill our hearts of God. Early will I seek thee, he says in verse number 1. So David meditated upon God uh, both morning and evening. <clears throat> and then verse number 6, he says, When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate upon thee. What time is bedtime? And to us, depende. Uban mang labapa, before matulog. 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock. Labinag uh, alas dos usahin, naka uh, makita pa nimo ang Facebook, naka, naka online pa. So alas dos, wala pa matulog. What time? Depende sa mo ha? And um, whatever time it is, we should always meditate God upon our bed. He says there. And uh, you know, uh, personally, I, I, I always find great messages between one o'clock to four o'clock. That is the time, great meditation. These are the onang oras nga you find great messages. If you are looking for a message, pangitaan orasa, one o'clock to four o'clock, you will find it. And uh, depending na sa toa, individually, 
<clears throat> to remember God means to recall what He has said <clears throat> and what He has done in the past. And then you apply it into your own, your present situation. In Psalm 77 verse 1, please, I want us to read the whole chapter here. Psalm 77 verses number 1 up to verse number 20. Psalm 77 verse 1. I cried unto God, my voice, even unto God, with my voice, and he gave ear <clears throat> unto me. In the day of my trouble I sought the Lord. My soul ran in the night, and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. I remember God, and was troubled. I complained, and my spirit was overwhelmed. You see, there are times, you know, if you are under stress, you have so many troubles, it just, it's just hard to talk to your soul. David would open, would, would preach to his own soul. My soul. And they said, uh, be, be still, be, be, be at peace with God. He would continually talk to himself. I remember God was, uh, and was troubled. I complained. <clears throat> My spirit was overwhelmed. Selah. Thou holdest mine eyes uh, waking. I am troubled. I cannot speak. It was overwhelmed emotionally. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. I recall to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with my own heart and my spirit made diligent search. Will the Lord cast off forever? Will he be favorable no more? Is his mercy clean gone forever? That his promise fail forevermore. Hath God forgotten to be gracious? Hath he, hath he in anger shut up his tender mercy? I said this is my infirmity. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. You know what David remembered? Tried to, to ease himself. To calm down himself. Inside of him. <clears throat> he was trying to fight. His emotional struggle in life. By what? By remembering what God has said. By remembering what God has done. God is the same. He never changes. Thank God we can meditate upon God by looking at the precious times. Precious promises. We can look at the wonderful things He has done on His ancient people. Thank God for that. And then look at verse number 9 to 11. His personal worship to God has ended in his rejoicing in God. There is peace. There is peace that we will receive in meditating upon God, remembering God. There is also worship. His, his worship to God, I mean, has ended in his rejoicing in God. I hope that I hope that we come out this building tonight. Our hearts are filled with rejoicing. Our hearts are filled with rejoicing. Here David, look at verse number 9. Going back to Psalm 63 and verse number 9. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for the dogs or foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. But the, mouth, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. His personal worship 
to God has ended in, in his rejoicing in God. David claimed God's promise as his anointed. David didn't rejoice in the destruction of his enemies. He rejoiced in the faithfulness. He saw God is faithful. God will take care of him. And that is what you need. You don't concentrate your mind on those people trying to hurt you. You concentrate on the faithfulness of God. God is faithful. God is faithful. And uh, like Habakkuk of old, in Habakkuk chapter 3, verse number 16, now in the means of a real struggle in life, meditate on God and count on the goodness of the Lord and uh, believe in His goodness. Believe in what God can do. In Habakkuk 3, look at verse number 16. Verse 16, When I heard... And when I heard, my belly trembled, my lips quivered at the voice of rottenness. The voice, at the voice, rottenness entered into my bones. And I trembled in myself that I, I might rest in the day of trouble. When he cometh up unto the people, he will invade them with his troops. Referring to the Babylonians who will come and destroy his people and his his, his, uh, uh, his city. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall the fruit in the vines, the labor of olive, of, of olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, there shall be no, and there shall be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yet I will, there are so many circumstances surrounding and that will cause poverty, that will cause pain. But this man, Habakkuk, consecrated his meditation on God. So long as God is still there, God is still in control, I will not worry because he is truly in control. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like hinds feet. And he will make me to walk upon high places. The chip singer of my string instrument. See like Jeremiah bold. In spite of what happened. He saw the faithfulness of God. In Lamentations 3 verse 21 to 23. This I recall to my mind. Therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. We sum up what we have learned here. And we thank God for what He has done in the past. What He has done in the, in, for the sake of Israel. What He has done in the behalf of those great people in the past. But we can now bring those things Apply them into our own particular lives today. Look at the application of this psalm to us now. Number one, what we need to do, what we learn here, is that we must constantly thirst for God, long for God. Seek Him. Seek Him as, the, as a priority of the day. Early in the morning, you start seeking God. During daytime or noontime, and uh, during evening time, you always seek God. Seek God. Seek God. To see thy power, he says. 
We need to see the Lord. Bring all our needs to God in prayer. And then begin to see the power of God working. And the glory of God. Let the greatness of God's love inspire your praise. And let, let the love of God. Let the love of God come into your life. And uh, the loving kindness of God was more meaningful to David than life itself. You see, he had been deprived of many things, but it does not stop me from loving God. Loving God. It was, it was in the wilderness. <clears throat> now, uh, David had this, and as I've said, he was deprived of normal things of life. All its comfort and enjoyment. But David was at peace with God. He was happy inside because of the loving kindness of God. Whether you are confined in the hospital. Whether you confine your room because of sickness. Whether you are so troubled, so many circumstances of life. You can have peace. You can feel the presence of the Lord. You can, peace, you can feel the love of God overflowing in your life. Verse 7 and 8, David expresses confidence in God. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. Verse 9 and verse 10, we can trust God in spite of all the troubles. What we need to do, what we need to do is to yield to God all our troubles. Tell him all our needs. And then lastly, verse 11, always put your confidence in God. Remember, he's our protector. He's our provider. And He provides us power. He provides us what we need. And as we sum up everything today, as we look in this psalm, we realize that every moment of the day should be a day of praise. Every hour of the day should be an hour of praise. We can praise God early in the morning. We can worship God and praise Him. Noontime, daytime, evening time. Every moment of the time, every moment, every time of the day, we, can, we, should, we, should, we should lift ourselves to God and praise Him. Praise Him. It should be a time of prayer too. Maybe tonight the Lord has spoken to your heart. Maybe something, there is something that, that in your life that you need to talk to God about. Tell Him. This is the time that we learn from David. Come to him and worship him and tell him our need. Let us all stand and please and pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God preached tonight. Thank you for the life of King David. Thank you, Lord, for until now, we see your goodness. There are so many circumstances, uh, things that happen that we never have thought would come to us. Lord, the world is struggling. Our nation is struggling. But Lord, we find we are deprived of many things. We cannot travel as we wish to. We cannot make movements as we wish to. Our movements are limited. But Lord God, we, we find that everywhere we are, in whatever place we are confined, we always see you. We always Transform our wilderness experience into worship experience. Even in our bed, even in our homes, in our cars, 
in our workplace, we can always worship and praise you for who you are, for the great things you have done in our lives. Tonight, Lord, as God's people, we humble ourselves. We are needy people. We turn to thee and bring into your hands all the difficulties in our lives, the struggles in our lives. Thank you, for we have a God. And Lord, help us like David of old, dear God, to bring all our worship to peace, life of peace and life of communion with you. Tonight, bless, Lord, the message of the Word of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. And uh, Sir Greg, please give the invitation. And uh, uh, you don't have to physically come forward. You have needs. We have. You, you, all you have to do is when, whenever you feel God has spoken to your heart, while everybody is standing, you can sit down and pray and make a decision for God. Maybe you need prayer. You need dedication for God. You need to renew your faith to God. While we are singing, just sit down and pray, and then. As we go out tonight, pick those decision cards and please write, write them. If you are in your home tonight and you want to make a decision, please make a comment. We want to know who are those being blessed by the word of God tonight. Sir Greg. The word of God has been preached by our pastor. If you are here tonight, if you are there with us online, and if you haven't been saved, tonight is the night that you will never forget. You cannot think about it. You cannot imagine that you can be saved. But the Word of God, the Bible says, has power and has life. When the world was dark, in total darkness, he said, there will be light, and there was light. When Lazarus was dead, he said, Lazarus, arise. That's how powerful the Word of God is. Tonight, accept and realize, acknowledge that you are a sinner. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Salvation is a gift. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Make a 180 degrees turn around. Come back to God. Repent. He said, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And also, He will save your soul. He will save your soul tonight if you accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Make a turn around from sin to God. God will save your soul. And only the Lord Jesus Christ can do that. He has all the power coming from the Father to save a soul. So tonight, it's your salvation night. Don't do it tomorrow. Tomorrow might be too late. Light, time is of the essence. It's so important. If God will require your soul tonight, and if you haven't received Him as your Lord and Savior, you will be in hell. Hell is a reality. You'll be tormented there forever. And there's no exit in hell. And, and that's why God warns us. Whether we like it or not, and as it is appointed unto man wants to die, and after this, the judgment. There is a judgment day, my friend, and it's so important to be saved. We'll be singing a song.
two verses only due to time constraint. I hope, my friend, you will receive Christ. You will accept Him as your Lord and Savior tonight and that God will save your soul as He promised in the Bible. Let's start. Uh, what song are we going to sing? Let's sing, song, let's sing My Faith Looks Up to Thee. Okay, so let's start the first verse, please. Go ahead, Brother Mark. Let's sing verse 1. Okay, my friend, God is calling you. God is giving you a free gift of salvation. And now is the time knowing the preaching of God's word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God has been preached. And all you have to do is just accept him. Pray to God. Lord, forgive me of all my sins. Knowing that Christ can save my soul, I will accept him at this very hour as my Lord and Savior by faith. By doing that, as God's promise, he will save your soul. And once saved, always saved. He said, no one can flock you out from my hand. And even my father's hand, no one can flock you out. It's a great promise. It's a great benefit for you. Let's proceed with the second verse, Brother Mark. For all of us Christians, we continue to pray one another. We're moving forward to our 64th year of existence. There are problems along the way. We're still in the pandemic. There are hindrances done by our enemies. But we have to pray. The Bible says pray without ceasing. We need to do things that God has required to us, especially in line with the Great Commission. There are members who are sick, suffering, physically, financially. Let's, let's pray. Let's pray for our pastor as well. as he continually read the Word of God and preach to us, feeding us continually. God is faithful. On the other hand, we need to be faithful as well. We need to pray. Renew your commitment to God. Pray one another. Pray without ceasing, the Bible says. And all the people say, Amen. Once again, it's a long day, but it's worth it. We are fed continually, and the Word of God will strengthen us as Christians. And we continue to pray for our situation. Continue to pray for our buildings. No, sa Baganga or sa campsite is a great opportunity for us to support the works of God. So let's close our eyes, bow down our heads, and let us pray. Loving, gracious. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for our pastor whom you have used as your mouthpiece to speak God's word tonight. Help us, dear Father, as the word of God had been preached that when the time comes that we are overwhelmed or swamped with troubles in life, help us to always think about you, dear Father. Just like King David of old, the great man of God, he looked unto the Lord Help us, Lord, that we will be able to have this kind of attitude that in time of trouble, especially now in the time of pandemic, we will spend more time with you, dear Father, through worship. Instead of murmuring and complaining, help us to spend more time to you, dear Father. Spend more time to read the Bible. And doing such, we believe that it will prepare us for the coming problems or troubles that will come our way. Help us, Lord, to continually remember you, to continually meditate upon God, so that we'll be able to have that peace in our hearts at the end of the day. Help us, Lord, that 
after all these trials, it will end up rejoicing, just like what happened to King David of old, because of your goodness, because of your faithfulness. And Lord, help us that whatever troubles and problems you have in this world, whether it's spiritual, financial, physical, which is in uh, the health of all of us, help us to bring all of this to the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to always put confidence in you. And that, Lord, even now we continue to pray for salvation of souls. If there are people in our midst, we pray that uh, those unsaved will be saved, dear Father. Continue to use us for your honor and glory. And tonight, Lord, once again, uh, before we go, bless your people. Bless us, dear Father. Continue to feed us continually through the preaching of your word and through the the Bible, and the Holy Spirit guiding us every day. Thank you for everything that you have done unto us. And all this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Once again, may God bless us all and good evening.